Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that will inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is how to become the number one dominating force in your industry in just seven minutes with Leonard Kim. Now, Leonard is the co-author of Ditch the Act, reveal the surprising power of the real you for greater success. In this book, Leonard reveals the seven-step brand process, which teaches readers how to own and expose who they truly are, form meaningful relationships that move the needle, and ultimately uncover the greatness that already exists within to stack success. He went from being almost homeless to becoming a personal branding expert whose content has been read by over 10, over 10 million times. Uh, he's amassed a social media following that exceeds 500,000 people. He's been featured in a huge list of publications uh, like Mashable Inc. and Entrepreneur, Fortune, Forbes, and many more. He's the managing partner of Influence Tree. And at his company, Leonard and his team teach you how to build your brand, how to get featured in publications, and how to growth hack your social media following. Leonard, thanks for being here with us. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. I'm looking forward for you to tell us who's your ideal client. So my ideal client would be a business owner or a large company who's looking to go out there and become the number one dominating force within their industry. So if we see how most of the people compete in a business, what they do is they try to compare apples to apples to go out there and compete to rise up to the top. But there's a better way to go out there and do it. And that's by taking yourself outside of the competition and just growing independently of everyone else. And when you're able to do that, you're able to stop competing with the competition. You're not going one-to-one -one with them. Instead, you're on a different path because you don't even see the other competition existing. And that way you can carve out a new path for yourself to reach the immediate top. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to explain exactly who your ideal uh, client is. Now, you touched on it a little bit, uh, uh, but could you articulate what the problem is that people have that you solve for them? So the biggest problem I solve is most people don't really know how to get that unique selling proposition to go out there and distinguish themselves from the rest of the audience. And the other thing that's distinguished is a lot of people don't know how to bring their real selves into the situation. Now, if we look at the culture today, if we look at Instagram, TikTok, everything else, people are promoting their very best moments in their lives. Yet when we think about someone with a Lamborghini or Ferrari or something like that, we're like, oh, how's that guy got that car? And we can't really even relate to them. And it causes a disconnect between us and them. Instead, the relational components that allow us to go and connect with others comes from hardship, from the pain, from the trials and tribulations that we've been through. And by owning our own story, we're able to go out there and connect with others. And so many people are too scared or don't know how to go out there and communicate that message in a way to go and connect with their audience that they're missing the point and they're not able to connect with their audience in a way where they're actually getting them to be able to know like trust and fall in love with them and when someone falls in love with you 
they either one get married to you or two do business with you. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, and you can pick sometimes. So, exactly. Uh, so uh, you touched a little bit on feelings and emotions and so forth. What are the typical feelings, emotions, symptoms that people have within their body, which would signal them, "Hey, I got to talk to Leonard Kim." So for me personally, I've talked a lot about my failures, my struggles, my uh, downfalls in life. I had a bout where I almost committed suicide. I went <clears throat> almost homeless. I was showering in the dark and um, I had my microwave. I had to go and plug it into the hallway to go and uh, heat up my food because I had no lights in the home unlike now <laughs> and because all that was going on when people think about their struggles and the things that they've gone through uh it doesn't matter how intense they were or how minuscule they were they connect with me at that deeper level and they're like wow and you're such an inspiration and i'm like mm -hmm. i just share my failures i don't know how i'm that inspirational i just share this real story yeah that makes fantastic sense to me so uh i know that the people you typically deal with the people you've described they're the kind of people like to solve things on their own. So what mistakes do you see people making when they're trying to differentiate themselves without seeking somebody like you for help? So let's say you want to become the number one top motivational speaker in the world. If we think in our head who the number one top motivational speaker is, chances are male Tony Robbins, female Gabby Bernstein. Most people go out there and they imitate that number one person automatically and start to share exactly what they're sharing. But this person's 18 years into building their personal brand and we're day one into building our personal brand. We can't start from the very top to go out there and dominate the market. You have to start with who you are. So you have to flip the equation around and instead of copying someone else, you have to start with who and that who is you. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So uh, what's one single valuable free action uh, that our listeners can take right away, Leonard, that would really move the ball forward? So a lot of people don't know that the intersection between what a personal brand is, is how I see myself and how the world sees me, such as yourself. So what I like to do is I like to get two sets of post-it notes. Let's say one's green and one's yellow. On the green ones, I want to write down one word that describes me. <clears throat> as many as I can, come up with maybe like 10 or 20. And then with the other set, pass them all out to my friends, family members, colleagues, whoever it may be, uh, have them write one word that describes me and go and collect them. Now at the end of it, I'll find a wall like this and I'll put them together and I'll start to have some clusters where there's similarities. Now let's say I say I'm smart and no one else says I'm smart. I'm probably not smart. If I say I'm funny and no one else says I'm funny, I'm probably not funny. But I'll be able to identify maybe something, one trait that's in my personal life, one trait that's in my business life, and maybe something that's philanthropic or something that I like to do for fun. And those three core elements that stick out become the core of your personal brand. I like to call it the branding starship because once those three uh, things stick out, that's the intersection between how I see myself and how the world sees me. Gee, that is such a fantastic thing and everybody can do that by themselves. But I know you got something even better because I know you're a generous guy and you fed up some a wonderful free gift to give to people. So what's that valuable free resource, Leonard, and where would they go to get it? So the free resource you can get at g3brandingformula.com forward slash masterclass. 
this uh, webinar that I've set up especially for you kind of details out exactly what you need to go out there and build that USP, uh, get branded, get seen, and get customers. So you can go out there and understand exactly what it is to need so you can become the number one dominating force within your industry. Fantastic. Now, everybody, G3 and is a number, g3brandingformula.com backslash masterclass. Thank you, Leonard, very much for that. Now, I was going to ask you seven, but I forgot the seventh one. So what question should I have asked you? And I didn't ask it. So what's the question? What's the answer, Leonard? That's a great question, man. I mean, you pretty much covered everything. We kind of got to know each other. I think the better question is, what would you like to talk about for a minute? <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're a devilish guy. So, uh, yeah, so here's my question. Uh, you say personal brand, and a lot of business owners think they've got a company brand. So how, can you quickly, maybe in the next 30 seconds we have left, is there a difference uh, between those two strat uh, strategically or not? Absolutely. So your corporate brand has one dedicated mission. You have a brand image. You want to go and maintain it, and it has to be consistent. But your personal brand is the feeder for your corporate brand. So let's say you have a company of 5,000 people. Imagine if you could get all 5,000 people on board to go and build their personal brands too to help your business. Probably impossible. You might be able to get like 50 to 100. But if you're able to do that, you have 50 to 100 different unique voices to go out there and share that personal brand and combine it into that uh, corporate brand. So a uh, good example of that is I used to work with the Keck Medicine of the University of Southern California. We had over 500 doctors working with us. So we take that doctor's brand, for example, Dr. Jennifer Boozer. We put her face, her likeness, her everything, and we put her with the uh, corporate brand. So she kind of gets a halo effect from the corporate brand, and she gets seen as an expert too. We do the same thing with Dr. Sotelo. We do the same thing with Dr. Uh, like there's so many different doctors, and we give different faces to the brand. So uh, that's so beautiful. See. What a great case study. Leonard, that was beautiful. Thank you once again very much. And everybody now, in closing, let's focus on this single fact, and that is that businesses do not go from being ordinary to extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner, you and I, learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset, of a dedication to a system of management, and third, leveraging high-performance teams. So exactly. thanks for listening. Leonard, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me.